0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of
1: Explain It Slowly. Okay. Slowly. slowly. Slowly.
0: When I say okay, slowly. that means we're about to start. <laughs> Stop echoing yourself. <laughs> okay. So uh, the topic today is going to be relating to uh, computers. Okay. Um, so when I was younger, I've always used uh, like a a window or like a pc computer Mm -hmm. and there's always this thing whenever you uh um, you always have to buy these like uh malware or antivirus software to install on the computer so that it doesn't like slow your computer down or just fill your computer with like bad stuff right uh-huh. that causes performance issues uh-huh. ever since i switched to using a mac i realized i don't have to do any of that uh-huh so why is that
1: so uh back in the day when you used a computer it was probably with something like windows xp right yeah or even earlier, Windows 98? and 95. 95? So you remember one. those ones? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, those versions of Windows were not especially secure by today's standards. So basically, just connecting it to the internet, uh-huh. it would be able to connect to the internet, go to websites and stuff like that. But other stuff could also connect to it. And it would accept those connections. And sometimes it wasn't especially good at preventing those connections from gaining complete access to that computer. And that's how you could get uh, malware. So if you visited a website, for instance, um, and that website had a scammy app ad on it, that scammy ad now knows your computer was accessing that website, mm-hmm. and it will connect back and say, hey, computer, you should install this very trustworthy software and the computer would be like okay and have it be installed and then there you have just instantly downloaded a virus and you did not do anything to facilitate that okay nowadays it has to be a lot more tricky so uh for instance if someone wants you t- to download something it can't just tell the computer hey go ahead and download this please the computer's gonna be like uh-uh fell for that once and and that- in uh, 1995 and it didn't end well yeah uh so the that computer will basically say no i'm not going to download this so nowadays the website has to trick you into downloading something Mm -hmm. sometimes it tricks you into downloading something you think you might need like hey download flash player and then you download flash player and then uh from that point forward it uses a sequence of social engineering tactics to convince you the user that you really want to install that piece of software Um, and depending on how old your OS is, uh, either just downloading it is enough to get it installed, like actually clicking the download button, which is why they say don't open attachments and emails. Uh Uh-huh. Um, that was like a very common thing back then. Or more likely, uh, it just tells you to download it and to tell you to go through the installation process and you've installed the virus yourself without really realizing you did that. Um, So that's a way more common type of malware that you get today via social engineering. So for Windows in in particular, uh, you needed to get antivirus software uh, to pretty much protect your computer from all these attacks. Uh This antivirus software essentially will scan your computer assuming it has been attacked Mm -hmm. and actively remove any viruses that it knows about um and it would build up a database like if the company was trustworthy uh it would build up a database little by little of all known viruses and if it finds one on your computer it tells you about it and gets rid of it if you try to download something it scans it first and then lets you open it um and all sorts of things like that uh, now as you can imagine antivirus software makes your computing experience. Uh, less efficient because now instead of your computer dedicating its time and resources to you the user it's dedicating its time and resources to scanning itself for viruses constantly okay okay so uh that is what antivirus software does and why it's kind of useful on windows now you might ask uh why is this not the case on Mac? so on older Macs, so this is before Mac OS X, um, Apple completely replaced its operating system with something completely different. Um, so this is Mac OS 9, Mac OS 8, etc. Um, so on older Macs, they didn't get viruses for the single reason that it was not a big enough market to kind of attack in terms of finding viruses and getting people to... Uh, Fall for tricks which would cause your computer to do bad things. Um, so, for the simple reason that Macs were not popular, Macs did not get viruses. Okay, does that make sense? <laughs> okay. So, I think it's a combination of that along with uh, they didn't like blindly trust every network connection that came to the Mac. So it wouldn't be like you could get a virus just by connecting your Mac to the internet. Mm-hmm. Like that was less of a thing. Uh, but it was still completely possible for you to download something um, and be socially engineered into like downloading and installing a virus yourself. Like Nothing is preventing uh, that from happening. It was just not a popular platform, so therefore no one focused their efforts on attacking it. That changed when Mac OS X came out. Not that it made it a more popular platform, but uh, it did completely revamp how the platform trusts software. So for instance, uh, all the software on the computer back then would share memory. So if a virus got installed, it can go ahead and change things that are happening in other pieces of software willy-nilly without uh, anything bad happening to it, the virus. Uh, On a modern OS like Mac OS X, Uh, What happened instead was you have different user accounts. You have the administrator user, and then you have the regular user, Um, and you have the root user and things like that. Although the regular user is often an admin user, uh, you still need to enter a password if you want to do anything that changes the system configuration. So uh, it was much harder for simple viruses to kind of get through and do things without the user knowing. So that's why things overall... Uh, changed because once windows uh kind of patched up its leaky spots uh and had that model as well it came down to finding actual vulnerabilities which became rarer and rarer if you wanted to actually hack something um and and install a virus on it does that make sense
0: Mm -hmm. so does uh does that mean all the windows computers now are pretty safe
1: i would say they're pretty safe like Built into both Windows uh, OS's and Mac OS's um, are uh, self protection mechanisms that don't need to constantly scan the entire computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically will just be present the first time you launch a piece of software or something that could run code. Um, and they are going to double check it and say, hey, is this a good idea to let the user run this code um, if it matches a database of known malware, it's going to say, no, we're not going to let the user do anything with this. We're just going to tell them to trash it. Um, and that happens more or less instantly. Um, meanwhile, the first time you launch code, it's going to verify it and make sure that it comes from a trustworthy source uh, before you can actually go ahead and use it. Um, and that's something called code signing. Um, so a lot of this has been like put in place little by little over time, but that's kind of what prevents the need for antivirus software nowadays so if anyone is telling you hey you need to install this antivirus software the need for it is diminishing over time and i would say today nowadays if you are judicious about how you use computers and what you download and you protect yourself against uh, like falling for simple traps where someone calls you on your phone and says hey you have a virus on your computer you need to follow these steps and then you listen to the person from Microsoft. They told you they're from Microsoft and they happen to have an accent, but everyone on support has an accent. So you just implicitly trust it, Mm -hmm. you know, whether they had an accent or not. Like uh, there's there's a a certain part of humans that just want to trust the other side if it's another human talking to them. And these are just scammers um, and they are out to kind of ruin your life in one way or another um, just to make a quick buck. So uh, there's not much you can do uh in that case and there's certain countries that just don't care as much as others to kind of prevent this from happening mm-hmm. um so it happens uh but as long as you can protect yourself from those kinds of attacks which it's fairly easy don't ever follow instructions for anyone who calls you um, yeah,
0: especially uh, you get a lot of those uh, irs ones mm-hmm. when you hear irs you're like oh no the government is. yeah or it's microsoft
1: support um is another common one and they scam old people because they trust them uh, which is super sad and unfortunately most of them happen from india so sorry india you get a bad rap for this yeah but it's the truth and it kind of sucks yeah so so yeah that's why like on Macs, you generally don't need to have antivirus stuff on ios you don't need it at all because on ios you can't even install software that hasn't been quote unquote vetted by apple even though there are scams on there um, they tend to be taken down relatively quickly. So even though they might make a ton of money scamming some people, it's not going to necessarily scam everyone uh, before it gets caught. So uh, that's that's why Apple has their own like app store and stuff like that. Uh, even though it's under a ton of scrutiny at the moment because they don't do that great of a job at kind of scanning everything before it goes in. Um, well,
0: I mean, it's hard for the the number of apps that are in and out every
1: day Mm -hmm. yes you can either choose to make it slow for everyone and actually verify everything or kind of breeze through a lot of it uh and as a result a lot of stuff leaks through um but like there's a a few excuses when regular people can go to like the top 100 top grossing apps and like find five scams in 10 minutes so like apple should be doing that Mm -hmm. um but nonetheless
0: I mean recent year they uh they released something where some sort of like security tracker whenever you launch the uh, safari.
1: Yeah, so that's that's uh not for security but for uh tracking so that way your what you do on one website doesn't necessarily get leaked to a different website that is completely unrelated uh-huh so the the ever obvious case is you go on some shopping website and you look at shoes yeah uh and then all of a sudden everywhere you go there's advertising for shoes yeah uh and sure some I people mean, doesn't
0: might... that fall on google because it's all google it's stuff. google
1: facebook it's all these big companies that run advertising networks that kind of orchestrate this um because it makes money um and that's uh, that's kind of how it works even though like you're done buying shoes like i've moved on i no longer need shoes yeah. shoes 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 yeah. um so uh yeah that's that's an unfortunate side of the web and people might say oh that's kind of mundane and it doesn't actually harm anything um uh, but like over time people do build like rather accurate uh, profiles of who you are as a person Uh, And they can use that to do, like, less nice things. Uh, Like, the the famous one is Target sent an advertisement, like, physically to an address uh, advertising maternity stuff uh, for a teenager that, um, like, was just looking up how to deal with an unexpected pregnancy and then got in trouble with their parents. Like there's fine lines that are very easy to cross uh and in the US we have fairly good laws to kind of protect normal people from uh outrageous uses of uh this information but in places like China you can go ahead and persecute an entire uh people that live in your country uh for being different and kind of wish them away into concentration camps because of this kind of technology so it's like a very a very uh, easy way to overstep your boundaries. And mm-hmm. that's why we are now seeing more tools that protect privacy. Because if everyone protects their privacy, then those who really do need to protect their privacy, they're not singling themselves out by protecting their privacy. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like if you go ahead and walk around the streets in a big set of armor you everyone knows you have something weird going on right <laughs> like it's obvious at a moment's notice. but if everyone is now in a set of armor then you don't think twice of it yeah um and sure it protects criminals and stuff like that but what's more important to protect everyday normal people or to like catch every criminal uh there is right
0: yeah at the expense of innocent people
1: yeah um so there are some battles that you just kind of have to give up uh, and some criminals will always get away Um, but like most of the time they mess up somewhere Uh, so that's when you catch them
0: cool mm. okay that's it <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening
1: <laughs> bye everyone bye be, sh- be sure to follow us on twitter at lynn and demi-chan uh to know when new episodes get posted yay yay bye
0: bye